game. Blouses. Gallon Chuck. Disaster. Uh, forget it. Disaster. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor. We now join America's most popular show already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean. You guys are the greatest duo. Fantastic. That team sure did suck last night. They just played sucks. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. And welcome into another edition of the Postgame Pines Podcast. My name's Mitch Gallo with Sean Campbell. Sean, it's uh, been a while by our standards, but we're back, just like we said we'd be back, and ready to talk a lot about uh, the Montreal Canadiens and other things going on in the world of sports. Oh yeah, we got lots to get to today on this edition of the Postgame Pines Podcast, brought to you by... LaBrosse Brewery, uh, 133 LaBrosse in Point Claire, LaBrosse.com. Uh, you, you better start hurrying up because last time I went by, the, the, the stock of the Campbell play-by-play IPA was getting pretty low. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just letting you know, okay? Like, it was getting pretty low. My buddy also sent me a picture. He saw the Campbell play-by-play out at your local IGA. I mean, you can get this stuff anywhere. The Angry Gallo Ale, if you want that little kick in the morning, in the afternoon, at night. Oh, yeah, I had one the other day. It was outstanding. Uh, Plus, they keep putting out the Lab Series. I think they're up to number nine. It is absolutely outstanding. Uh, They have the orange, the coconut, uh, the chocolate. I mean, they have the banana split beer. Like, whatever you can even imagine, uh, the group at LaBrosse are putting it together. But uh, check it out at labrosse.com and 133 Labrosse in Point Claire. That's where you can pick it up. And, and Mitch, people are still taste testing our beers. We're getting tweets and Instagrams all the time about the uh, Campbell versus Gallo. As it says on the can, look how good that is. Campbell versus Gallo. So good. So good. Want uh, to make sure that people uh, keep uh, keep tagging us and uh, and sending us the pictures of them enjoying our beers. It's maybe my favorite part of this uh, is this whole thing, uh, knowing that uh, you're out there uh, supporting us and supporting the pro- project. So uh, please uh, keep it up. It's been awesome, everybody, and uh, I love it. I love hearing from you guys. Oh, by the way, I have to throw this out there, uh, Mitch, because I know that because of COVID, we haven't been able to have our podcast launch party just yet, but we have plans. But I came up with an idea last night as I was laying in bed, head back. I haven't even told you the idea. I haven't told Dave the idea. I'm not going to say here, but I really like the idea. I'm just, I I have to tell you guys first before we tell the world about my idea. I, my mind was working and I just, I, I, I stayed up like an extra two hours. I'm looking forward to hearing it because uh, your ideas go either one of two ways. There amazing or they're absolutely brutal and there's no in between you've never had an idea that's like eh it's always been <laughs> I know. on one side or the other oh by the way i know i know for a fact 
you're going to love this idea. I know for a fact, Alex from the Bros is going to love this idea too. And and I already know that Dave's smiling. All right, let's get into the rapid fire right away. Uh, Mitch, we're pretty much at the halfway mark for the Montreal Canadiens, but the trade deadline is coming up. Should they target somebody? We heard from Mark Bergevin. He said, there's no cap room, can't do anything. But if they were to target anybody, what should they target? For defense? Are you, can you give me some names, Mitch? I want you to name names. Yeah, right. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, because Bergevin is always telling the truth when he speaks to reporters. Right? I'm not trying to trade P.K. Subban. Right? <laughs> Come on. Uh, where there's a will, there's a way. And if they want to add somebody, they can. And they'll find a way, even with the salary cap implications. A lot of teams, I think, are in this position where it's money in, money out. But if you want to make a trade, you can. And I think uh, the other teams in the division are going to make trades. I think Toronto's definitely going to add. And I think Winnipeg is more than likely to add as well. Toronto up front, Winnipeg on the blue line. And if you're Montreal, that means it's an arms race in your division. Because you think you're a playoff team. And then, hey, he said it. Anything can happen when they make the playoffs. So uh, I think they are going to add. I think they should add. I think they need to add Campbell. And I'm going to say the number one need for the Habs right now is experience at center. I know everybody's looking at the blue line. They're pretty good in their top four, especially when they're healthy. And in a playoff series, you could really reduce the minutes on your uh, five and six defensemen. Every team does it. But up front, if they have an injury to any of their centers, they're absolutely screwed. All right, and especially if it's Philip Deneau. They have no experience at that position. They need to add. Uh, so I'm looking at a center with experience. I don't know what's possible. You know, Eric Stahl, he has the uh, no movement clause. Maybe he doesn't want to come to Canada. Maybe it's hard to sit him out for, uh, for 7 to 14 days in quarantine when he's a player that's a little bit older, trying to ramp him back up. That might be tough. Uh, but there's other guys out there. You know, can Corey Perry give a call to Ryan Getzlaff? I don't know. Mikhail Granlin in Nashville. Nashville's going to be selling. That might be a nice uh, piece to add down the middle. Uh, I know you like Eric Halla. You have That's the name time. I was going to bring up. Because, look, I, I love Center Campbell. I don't care who it is. Just give me a yeah. center who has experience, damn it. But that's the thing. Like, with, with, with Eric Stahl and, and Ryan Getzlaff, those are sexy names, right? 2003 draft class. And these guys have been around forever. And we know that they put up big numbers. And maybe they could do what Kovalchuk and Perry have done with the Canadians with one little burst. And, and I get it. Those names are sexy. Eric Hall is not sexy. Granlin's not sexy. Uh, but I think that they're not going to go with a sexy name. But I'm with you, Mitch. I told you from the beginning of the season, their weakest position was center. Their weakest position may not be center in a couple of years when Kakanyemi and Suzuki become the players that they believe that they're going to be. And even if they are able to sign Philip Deneau long-term, that's going to be a great core of center icemen. But there's so much inexperience. And you're right, one injury, not even to Deneau, but to Suzuki or Kakanyemi. Any of them. Doesn't matter which one. Anybody to fill. And they're still trying to figure out what's going on with Jake Evans. Jake Evans is good in his role. But you still need another body there. And I think before you look at the blue line, okay? So I'm going to agree with you on that. And I think it's going to be a no-name veteran center, okay? Not a big name. It's going to be a no-name because you're going to get them for really cheap. And you're going to be able to put it off because he already said that there's no cap space. You could do a no-cap space move for a fourth-line center. Hey, go for Nate Thompson might be a perfect guy. It's not the guy that you want. I get it. You've been there, done that. But here's the thing. 
on the blue line with Sherrod out before going for Ekholm or David Savard or trying to bring in a body. Try the guys you have. Try a Kale Flurry. Try an Xavier Willette. Try these guys. Or, you know, that's why you got the depth of Joel Edmonton. Give Kulak that pairing with Petrie to see if it can last for 10, 15 games. And then when Sherrod comes back, everybody's better. Just two games in and trying to get a new guy just because Sherrod's out, I don't think that's a play. Try within your system. There is no one in your system at center. So I'm with you. That's the move is a, right. is a, is a center iceman. All right. So uh, let's, let's, let's play the uh, look-ahead game. Sure. Canadians don't get into the playoffs. Is Mark Bergevin's job in jeopardy? I think it is. I don't think it's a, a fait accompli. I don't think it's like 100%. If they don't make the playoffs, he's out. But it does seem like that's the bar. Why? Because he has set it expectations high with the moves he made in the offseason. And then everything that he's, he said just a couple of days ago, he said, I don't care. I'm, I, I, I don't have any moves. But these, like all his trade deadline moves, he's kind of made right now. Like he made in the offseason. He's kind of had the team that he thinks that can make the playoffs. And let's be honest. For the Canadians not to make the playoffs, that means that they weren't better than three teams. What was the motto of the season that I told you, Mitch? Be better than three teams. That's the only thing you have to do is be better than three teams. And if they don't make the playoffs, that means they were not better than three teams. That's it. And that roster should be better than three teams with schoolies, with that defense, with the forwards that they were able to print coaching halfway through the season. So I think that it may be that line. You don't make the playoffs, he's gone. You make the playoffs, he's going to stay. And I, it, it may not be as cut and dry as you'd like because I think that there is a little bit of flexibility. Like, I don't see the situation where they make the playoffs and he's gone. But the only situations they don't make the playoffs, he's gone. Uh, uh, that they don't make the playoffs and he's gone. But I can still see Jeff Molson just being patient. He's been so patient. I, I don't see that, Campbell. Uh, I know he has been patient. But... I look around the NHL. There's no GM seat hotter than Mark Bergevin's. No I doubt. think I no I doubt. think he I think he has burn marks on his ass right now because it's heating up. Mm-hmm. You know there are uh, there's other jobs uh, where we can see a change. And I look out in Vancouver. You know they haven't met expectations either. But Bergevin is feeling it around the collar right now. Campbell he spent a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. in the off season. He fired the head coach. He fired the goalie coach. If he does all those things and miss, he's going to be missing. He's going to be out. He's going to be out of a job. I, I get that. But you bring in a new GM with everything that just happened, you can't let it breathe. I mean, what can you change if you come in? Those long-term contracts are there that he brought in. Those off-season signings that you spend the yeah, money. It does, you're it up against the cap. It doesn't no, matter. No, it's I understand shaking, it's shaking, that someone it's else. It's everything else up. It's like the it's new also, guy. Yeah, but it's it, my point is the new guy is going to be in a tough spot with what he has. And if he does turn it around, it'll be with what Mark Bergevin did. Yeah, but I don't think that matters because the new guy will decide who the new coach is going to be. The new guy will try to revamp the drafting and development, which hasn't gone on as it should have in Montreal. The new guy will decide what to do with Dano, Tatar, and Armia. The new guy will decide Jesperi Kakanyemi's next contract since his uh, three-year entry-level deal is up. The new guy will have flexibility, Sean. It, 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 but, it's, I, I realize that there's a lot of people. But if they make the playoffs, place. there's no new guy. They make the playoffs, there's no new guy. 
No, no. The goal, the goal is the playoffs. But if they if they miss in this season, mm-hmm. after everything that he's done, he's gone. So yeah, he's. Gone. I told you there there should have been t-shirts. <coughs> Be better than three teams. I would have worn that t-shirt. <laughs> Be better than three teams. Uh, all right, Mitch. Let's go uh, quickly around the north. Right now, all the talk is the Canadians struggling and they're going to be battling with all the other teams. But at the top of the division, Toronto or Winnipeg, who do you got? I got Toronto. I think Toronto's better up front. I think Toronto's bottom six is better. I think Toronto's blue line is better. And I think Winnipeg is better in goal. Uh, The coaching I might give to Winnipeg, uh, just based on experience. But I think Sheldon Keefe has done a good job. I I think we... We so often get caught up in the immediacy of results. So Toronto's lost five of six. Winnipeg beat them two of three. Everybody likes Winnipeg, doesn't like Toronto. Two weeks ago, Toronto beats Edmonton three straight. They're atop the division, eight points up. Everybody loves Toronto. We're always in the immediacy of what's happening. Mm-hmm. What's happened most recently? You know what I mean? But if I look yeah, at if I look I, at I, 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 I say, okay, I'm going to put my hard earn dollars on the line on one of the two teams? Am I picking Toronto or Winnipeg? I look at the two rosters, and if I'm going to try to get behind the bench of one of those teams, or if I'm managing one of those teams, which I have more confidence in, I'm going to go with the Maple Leafs. Yeah, look, uh, I, I think people are underselling the uh, the Jets' blue line. I think the Jets' blue line is a lot better than people think. Josh Morrissey is a stud. So is Neil Pionk. These two guys are absolutely uh, running the show down there. And, and, and neither yes, of those guys, neither of those guys were as good as Morgan Riley. No, but then when you go down the depth, it gets quite similar it, from Toronto. And, and I just p- think people dismiss their blue line so easily because they don't have Bufflin. They don't have Truba. They don't have Sherrod. Uh, they don't have Myers. They all, they, they lost all these guys who were in their top four, but they had a couple, they had plans. In the Truba deal, they got Pionk. No one knew who this guy was until he arrived at Winnipeg, and now he's just under a point per game on the blue line. And he's not even on, and you're like, oh, well, power, he's not even on that number one power play. You know, it's Morrissey. Morrissey has just turned into exactly who they thought he was, who was sitting as a 5-6. And then he jumped into that top role, and he was ready for it. I, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm not saying that they are better than Toronto. I'm just saying that every on the blue line, I'm just saying that everybody throws them down to saying that they have the worst D in the division. And I don't think it's the case whatsoever. I You're really right. they don't have the worst D in the division. Ottawa does. Okay. But it, it, it's also a lot better than people think their goaltending is elite. <clears throat> and you know that it's elite. Their top six elite, elite top six with a lethal power play. And their third line is one of the best, producing third lines in the National Hockey League. You have guys like Andrew Kopp and Adam Lowry with 15 points already on the season. The Canadians would dream of that from their third line, and they don't have anything close to that. So I just I, – I, I think, you know, it's easy to say Toronto because of the Marner and the Matthews, and when Winnipeg shows that they have Toronto's number, I, I, I might give the edge to, to, to Winnipeg. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to well, give the edge to Winnipeg. You, you give the edge to Winnipeg. Maybe we have to come up with some bet at some point for the podcast because uh, I think Toronto's by far better. Uh, by the way, I've been loving, and I know that they didn't have a great week and they're going to have a week off, but uh, the way that Toronto and and you mentioned um, uh, Sheldon Keefe, I like the way he coaches. I like the system that he's put in. His star players are committed and they're working. I'm not, And this is this is not me pumping up winnipeg and disparaging toronto 
I think Toronto's really well, I'm good. Not, I'm not. I'm not talking bad about Winnipeg. No, no, but that's it. So I'm just... you're asking me which of the two is better. There can yeah. only be one team that's better than the other. Yeah, and my breaking point is, you know where I stand. I think Hellebuck is that much better than Anderson. And yeah, if I have you, to choose, and, and, them, and, and, and you know, you know, I never put that much stock into that position. Yeah, until you need a save. Until you need a save, sure. Well, yeah, we'll see. And we'll get, see if they get, get it. Only time's going to tell. I'll get that save from Hellebuck, and you may not get that from Anderson. Well, if they don't <laughs> get that from Anderson, um, Anderson is as good as gone as Bergevin. And uh, sure. it's, it's the same comparison. And then he's it's just another back. year if, of if them trying lose, to figure it out. It's just another lose, year of them trying to figure it out. Back. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. But that, where, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with goal? I just, I just think they need a little bit more from their goalie more yeah, often. Teams figure it out. Jack Campbell. Okay. Oh, Jack Campbell has been healthy. Jack Campbell would have provided some relief and some rest to, to that position. He's not a starter, but they'll they'll, they'll figure something else out. Yeah, but that's that's how not many an how answer. many goalies how many goalies moved in the offseason? That's, that's not an answer. They'll figure something out. How many goalies I moved? I don't care about next season for them. I'm talking about this season. They have Anderson, and yeah, he's give been a chance, problem. Give him the chance to make that save. Yeah, but that's he's been he's been a problem to make that save year in and year out when they need it he's not an awful goalie it's just when push comes to shove he falls over that's all i'm saying when when push comes to shove uh when push comes to shove hellebuck's lost too i don't see any rings on his finger either yeah but it's not usually because of a crappy goal with 10 minutes left in the third period Mm, I don't know. You put way too much of that on Anderson. I'll take Hellebuck on, a, a thousand a, times over Anderson in a do-or-die situation, which both teams might be in, and I can't wait uh, for them. Better, to, I can't wait for them to be goalie. in the. Yeah, but that's I take that's I my take point. them over Anderson too. That doesn't mean Anderson uh, can't make a save. My point being is that's why I'll take the Jets to go further than the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's all. Uh, I think it's a silly reason. Goalie position. All right. Uh, last one on the uh, rapid fire because I got to get. I, I kind of this is going to weed into what I want to do next year on the post game pines podcast. Uh, Mitch is uh, the the merge or collaboration of the XFL CFL. The first time you heard this, I just got to know what you thought of it. I uh, thought the Rock is going to start playing football again. Nice. I like it. Okay. <laughs> that was your I first. Th- yeah. I I thought they might bring back uh, that rule where uh, the the, the ball is put at midfield and a player from each end zone has to start to the kick uh, running start to try to the, try to get that ball. Yeah. The uh, runoff or whatever, wasn't a kickoff. I don't and remember what it was called. Do you remember what happened on the first time? Yeah. Someone broke their neck. Yeah. And he then broke his leg, I think. Oh, oh he broke. Leg. He, I don't think it was neck. I don't think it was leg. I think somebody broke a part of their body though. And then uh, I thought of uh, Vince McMahon saying this is the CFL. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Okay. So on top of that, and I, I'm all for whatever ideas they come up with, by the way, I, I, you, Mitch, you and I both love the CFL. We do. We, we yeah. both cover it. We like it. We know that there's flaws in it. And we both know that it doesn't have much money and it's struggling to survive in a pandemic world. So whatever ideas they get, I don't care about the ideas. I want to know what kind of money they're going to get so they can survive. I'm in for the plan that the CFL is going to survive. 
And if it includes the rock coming out of retirement and playing in the CFL for a game, just to get people to watch or to sell jerseys, I'm in, we know that's not going to happen, but I'm in. Okay. I'm in for that. There's a reason why in the CFL, Jim pop always brought these guys with names just to sell stuff. Right. Uh, even mm-hmm. though they can never play in the league, it didn't matter because he knew that he had to sell. It's a gimmick. There are parts of that. And the XFL and CFL, I don't know if it's merging. They have their own leagues. Maybe there's a, a championship game at the end where they have to, they, they, they have like, how cool would it be if they were, they each have their league and they say, Hey, in the off season, we're going to have not a super bowl. They'll call it the whatever bowl, the great cup. Okay. Or maybe it's another thing. Okay. Just so they can promote it. And then there's a negotiation table that you're going to televise and they negotiate. You get to pick one rule and then you get to pick one rule. You get to keep, Oh, this, we're choosing three downs. Okay. Well, we're choosing 11 players. Okay. Like I, I'm in for that. I'm in for any idiotic idea that they come up with. That being said, Mitch, before I get into the next segment, I, I kind of came up with an idea of merging other sports. And I want to know what you think. Some of them aren't great. Some of them I think you're going to like. All right. I know they're, you're going to like it kind of like Wolfpacks, wolfpacks.ca. Uh, check it out at their website. It's uh, subscription based. You get little packages for your puppies. And if you have a dog and you're listening to this podcast right now, support Wolfpacks. You're supporting us. They support us. We support you. They'll support your puppy like Vader, right? Yeah. Like Vader. Vader, uh, he got his, uh, his Wolfpack and he just stuck his head in the box and he started pulling out the items one by one. Hockey themed, by the way, uh, when I received uh, my shipment uh, for the uh, month of March. So CampbellWolfpacks.ca. Remember, woof, 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 woof. Yes, Wolfpacks.ca, uh, proud partner here on the Post Game Pines podcast. Okay, Mitch, so I need to know what you think about – I have three things I'd, I'd like to merge. Sometimes it's just an idea, and it's a concept from one league to another. Okay. All right, let's go. I'm going to hate all three. Let's go. No, I, I don't think you will. I don't think you will. Number one, NHL and the English Premier League in soccer. The NHL has 32 teams starting next year with Seattle. English Premier League, you have the Premier Division, the Championship Division, the Second Division. And what happens is if you are at the bottom of the Premier Division, you get relegated. But if you're at the top, you get pushed up to the top division. And I know that these are concepts that would never work. But how good would it be if the NHL was divided into three leagues where you only had the best of the best play each other in the premier? And then the second uh, is called the championship. And then the third is the second division. So everybody feels good about whatever championship they have. And then if you are in the top three or four, you get to switch divisions next year new opponents, new challenges, and you're always against the best. And that means if you're in the bottom division, you have something to strive for. Even if you're in the second division, you want to get into that championship and then jump over again. And with the parity in the NHL, like I was looking at this, Mitch, last year, last year, Boston, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, Colorado, Washington, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Edmonton, Dallas, Carolina, Toronto. That would have been your premier division. I put the, because there's 32 teams, I put uh, 12 in the first and 10 and 10. How good would that be if those teams only played each other? And then you have your next division would be trying to get in. I don't know. It's just a concept of merging that I like. I, don't, I, I know you probably hate it, 
And I know it would never happen, but I've been thinking about this for years, Mitch. I am. Um, I'm not a huge fan. Actually, I shouldn't say I'm not a huge fan. I really dislike European sports. Okay. Uh, I don't, I fall, I find them way too hard to follow because of what you're talking about, but um, donate your idea. It wasn't awful. I was expecting worse on the first one. Okay. So I'm just trying to merge ideas and concepts. I'm not asking soccer players to play hockey. We saw what happened when you get a football manager behind a bench. He gets fired. Bye-bye, Ralph Kruger. Uh, all right. My second concept. I'm going to the sport you love in baseball. And a sport I love in curling. They both have ends, right? In curling, kind of have ends. And then... In curling, you have whoever throws the last rock is called the hammer. How do you get the hammer? Is when the other team scores in the previous inning. Or in curling, it's an end. And then in baseball, it's an inning. Instead of the home team always batting last, why don't you have the hammer in baseball? So in the first inning, the home team will have the hammer, whereas they have the bottom. But let's just say the visiting doesn't score and the home team scores, that means the second inning, the home team will bat first. So sometimes you bat two times in a row. And that means you're going to have more walk-offs because the trailing team of that inning will be at the bottom. So you would be swapping top and bottom throughout the game depending on who scores. I know you hate it, but think about it. I, I, understand, about it. I understand what you're saying. I absolutely hate it. Like, despise it. <laughs> Might be one of the worst things you've ever come up with. Why? Because you're changing baseball. I know I'm changing baseball, but it's still the same game. It's just the different order of who hits. It's you not. Can still the, home be team, the, home team, the home team bats last. Yes, I know. To start. To start. And they'll bat last if they don't stop, stop, score any to, runs. Go to number three. That's brutal. No, no, I like this one. I like this one. Again, it's merging two sports. What's, 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 the, uh, what's the word you used before? Oh, idiocy. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's hear number three. All right. My last one. Okay. It's more of a venue merging with a sport. Okay. Now, we both live in Montreal, and there's a venue in Montreal that just sits there and does nothing except cost money, right? There's a reason yeah. why there's no baseball team here. Yeah, well, what, it cost, what it cost us last time that they had to do repairs, $750 million. Exactly. So you need something to, inf to bring in money, right? Yeah. Now, what is some of the worst baseball stadiums in North America? What's another one that's being used? Right now, hmm. yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to think about them. Most of them uh, seem to be uh, relatively new. How about the? Uh, how about how about how about the one that uh, Toronto's pretty dated right now? Yeah. How about how about the one that's uh, Oakland? Oakland, that... Oakland is uh, pretty dated. Oh, Tampa Bay's. I've been there. That's a real bad one too. Perfect, Tampa Bay. That's where I was trying to get you to go. Tampa Bay. How is Tampa Bay trying to make money right now? By playing games in Montreal. Yeah, but what are they also doing in Tampa Bay? What are they doing with Tropicana Field? Uh, it's the Thunderdome for WWE. Oh, I didn't even know that's where they had the WWE. That's that's where they have. That's where, with no fans, that's where it is. It's at Tropicana Field. They went to Tropicana Field, 
they're leasing it. They're paying money to build this crazy Thunderdome where all the fans are on screens. Bring the Thunderdome to the big O. Bring the Thunderdome to the big O. So now you're not just stuck in Florida with wrestling. Wrestling's a, a worldwide. You'll be able to have Canadian content at the big O. Get them, the WWE or AEW or whoever you want. New Japan Wrestling, get them to come and use your facility. Say, hey, set up shop, man. It's yours. It's yours. Pay us this much a month. It's yours. Go nuts. There's nothing else happening here. I'm just merging two ideas here, Mitch, and I know you can't hate that one like my curling baseball idea. I'm very mad to it. Like, fine. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say I'm, I'm overly passionate about it. I can't say I hate it. It's, I'm, uh, just, I'm just trying it's, to use it's, the venue. It's, it's an idea. Sure, you're using the venue. It's good. We'll have, uh, we'll have Monster Truck and then uh, Thunderdome. Cool. Yeah, there's, at least there's something. At least there's something. It's just sitting there doing nothing. Uh, uh, those Let's are my make favorite. sure a piece of the roof doesn't fall on a wrestler's head. I think it's part of the show when it's not. Yeah, it'd be the storyline. Storyline. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, rank my three ideas in, in, in order. The ones that you uh, like, the ones you hate. The, the three uh, ideas in order. Okay, I'll go with the uh, last one first, the first one second, and the baseball one third. Okay, so you did like the Thunderdome idea. Okay. That was the I least offensive. Because <laughs> it, was, it wasn't merging two sports. It was just me- merging a venue with a sport that's not really a sport anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't uh, I don't care what they're doing at the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. I'm just saying you do when they when you have to pay the taxes. Well, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I always I always think about that when I look at my paycheck. I'm like, they tax me what? Where's yeah, that money going to? It's and then, straight and, to the big O. It, right to the big O. Yeah. It's just it just it just it just goes into a into a pit. It <laughs> just accumulating. <laughs> it just feels that human. way. Yeah, it's the money that that actually like you know protects you when when the building falls apart. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that together. I just I was having some fun with that one. Uh, I'd like to see your your collaborations for for sports. I think you need to come up with a few, Mitch. Oh, me or the collective uh, you? No, you do. But also, uh, if anybody else has one, please comment below, like, subscribe, uh, tweet at me at Sean R. Campbell and Mitch Y. Gallo. It's the Post Game Pints podcast. Uh, also, we have our Cunningham's Pub Pop Quiz, Mitch Gallo. Okay. Are you ready for this? I was born ready. Are you, are, are, were you born ready? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to give you the option. There's three possible answers you can go here. Okay. So I'm going to ask you about the President's Trophy in the National Hockey League. It started in 1986 and awarded to the team that finished first place in the standings. They yeah. won the President's Trophy. I know everybody's like, ah, it's the Stanley Cup. No, no. The regular season they got, and it started in 1986. And since then, it's been handed out every year. So I want you to tell me, there's three things you can tell me. You can tell me the 10 teams that have won it more than once. You can tell me the eight teams that's only won it once. Or you can go for the 13 teams, if my math is correct, that have never won it. <laughs> do you, which category do you want to go for? The teams that have won it multiple times, the teams that have only won it once, 
or the teams that have never won the president's trophy? Which category would you like to go for? You get to choose here on the Cunningham's Pub Pop Quiz. Mm. By the way, they're selling their sauces now. And I love that they called their new sauce the Halle, Halle, uh, for Halle Berry, the Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty it's funny. So it's, it's really good, by the way. The sauce and the concept. Well, what happens if I get a wrong answer? Well, because I know you could just name teams. I'll probably I guess start you naming have... teams and be like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Well, let me give you, like, you have three wrong answers per category. Okay. So I'll, I'll, go, with, uh, I'll go with the 10 teams who have won it more than once. The 10 teams that have won it more than once, you're allowed three wrong answers. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Go ahead. I'll say Detroit. Detroit, the number one team. They've done it six times. Uh, very good. Six times. That's impressive, by the way. I'll say uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, first wrong answer. Wrong answer. I'll say Washington. Washington. Da-na-na, da-na-na. Second correct answer. I wrote on my correct paper. answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was looking for it. I was like, where did, where's Washington? Every single team I wrote the, uh, the city, except there I wrote cap. I don't know why. <laughs> um, uh, three times. Three times they did it. I'll say uh, Colorado. Colorado's done it twice. Very good. I will say Dallas. Dallas has done it twice. Very good. So far, so good. Four correct answers, one wrong answer. You're allowed three wrong answers. I will say um, New Jersey. New Jersey is incorrect. That is two wrong answers. And you have four out of a possible ten. You're not allowed any more wrong answers. Would oh, you, you like to phone? Three. You said I'm allowed three. You're allowed three. So yeah, you guess you can have two okay, more. Okay, I can answers. have one more wrong answer. Yeah, you can phone a friend too if you want. I'll phone my friend when I'm on my last life. Okay, no problem. I feel like this is like Mario. All right, no problem. I got one life left. You are allowed three wrong answers. You are correct. Okay. Um. Didn't you say 86? 86. You have two teams that have three and four teams that have two remaining. You've gotten mm-hmm. uh, one six, one three, and two twos. Colorado and Dallas were both two president, uh, two-time president trophy winners. I'll tell you, uh, pretty shocking that, uh, that Pittsburgh hadn't won it more than once. Mm-hmm. I find that uh, very, very surprising. Wow. Very surprising. You still got the answer wrong. <laughs> no, I got the answer wrong. I realized that. Um, I will go with San Jose. San Jose. Incorrect. San Jose has only done it once. Same thing with Pittsburgh. It's only done it once. Uh, All right. New, Jersey, um, New Jersey's never won it, by the way craziness so oh, now you're down I'll, to three i'll phone a friend you're gonna phone a friend yes all right so you're gonna phone a friend here on the post game pints podcast and uh that means you're gonna be checking in with our good friend dave dave trying to do it 
Hey, my, friend, uh, my friend EOS webcam. <laughs> How are you guys? Good. It's a phone. You're not allowed to see them. It's not a video conference. <laughs> it's phone a friend. Yeah, it's phone. All right, Dave, you got any help for him on this one? Uh, okay, this is a tough category. I, I have one uh, guess. I think they did it back to back, if I recall, like when I was in high school, Vancouver. Uh, well, you got, a, you got a gallery. You're going to use his guess. Dave, how confident are you in this guess? Uh, I hate losing at everything, at anything, and everything. Okay, and wait, we've only wait. got 40% of the answers right now. My other guess would be Boston. Because I know they did it recently, and I know they probably did it like, oh, maybe not, though, in the early 90s. I don't know. It's possible. They went to the cup final in, uh, in the early 90s. Mm. They lost to Edmonton. Dave, Dave's a smart guy. We'll see. if You tell me if you want to go with it. I like the Boston answer better than Vancouver. Let's go with Boston. Boston's done it three times. Oh, Boston's done it three times. So uh, is Vancouver a guess or no? Do you have any other uh, guesses, Dave? I'm not loving Vancouver. Uh, I mean, like, when was the President's Trophy, you said? Since 1986. What 1986. about, like, Edmonton? Like, the Gretzky years? Mm, no, Gretzky was gone. Canadians 89. won the Cup in 86. So, Detroit at six, you got. Capitals at three, you got. Boston, thanks to Dave, you got. You got Colorado at two and Dallas at two. Uh, your incorrect answer is Pittsburgh and San Jose with one and an incorrect answer of New Jersey with zero. You have no wrong answers left. Dave has suggested Vancouver and Edmonton. And Gallo, I need some answers from you here on the Cunningham's Pub Pop Quiz, where you are trying to guess the uh, 10 teams that have won the President's Trophy twice. President's Trophy twice. I'll say that properly. All right, Dave, let's, uh, let's try to figure out if there's any other options between uh, Vancouver and Edmonton. What no, about- I, also jot- I also jotted down Tampa Bay. I think that's a possibility. That's exactly what I was going to say, right? Because <clears throat> The only thing with them won. is um, I don't know if they did it in 2004 when they won the Cup. I, I know uh, they did it last year, and I feel like uh, they did it the year before. I don't know if they were back-to-back winners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like the Tampa. I like the Tampa Bay answer. I think they've been good for quite some time. Is that your do official you answer? Well, no. How how confident do you feel about the Vancouver, Dave? I, as I said, Vancouver is the one I'm least confident on. Actually, no. Yeah, I don't know about Vancouver to be honest. So maybe Tampa. Tampa would would make sense. <clears throat> Edmund, All right, let's I'm let's go with say, Tampa. Okay, let's go with Tampa. Well, what were you gonna say there? Even Edmonton. I mean, I, I don't know. In the last, the eighties, weren't they crazy? Yeah, but that was the early eighties. Yeah, you still need five answers. <laughs> How is there so many teams? <laughs> is, is what's your answer? <clears throat> I'm gonna Sounds go with a, I'm gonna go with Tampa. And Tampa Bay is no. Only one time for Tampa Bay, and that means uh, Mitch. You I'm only sorry, got Mitch. five out of the ten. That is a failing grade, my friend. Maybe you should have went with another category. You did get three of them with only one, which would have been the hardest category, I believe, the one with one. Uh, so you got Detroit, Washington, Boston, Colorado, and Dallas. You're missing the New York Rangers, who's done it three times. And you're missing Vancouver twice. Nice. Edmonton twice. Damn it. Calgary twice. Chicago twice. Uh, Those are the ones that you missed. Uh, 
And and it's just because I was looking at this. You only named Calgary one makes sense. They're really yeah. good in the late eighties. They were uh, Edmonton. You were right uh, right away. I believe they won the first two in the eighty six and eighty seven. By the way, uh, with the Edmonton Vancouver, very good. Uh, they won it a couple times. Chicago, you guys should have got. And yeah. New York Rangers, you couldn't. Uh, they were able to pull it off a couple times. Uh, Would never come up with the Rangers, by the way. Yeah. But it's it, it just I thought times. I thought maybe it would have been easier to go for the teams that have never won it. Anyways, that's just what I thought. Teams that have never won the President's Trophy: Anaheim, Arizona, Columbus, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Florida, Carolina, Islanders, New Jersey, Vegas, Winnipeg, Toronto, and Montreal. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, Mitch, I don't think that's a victory. I don't think no, that's, a that's not getting half is not a victory. Uh, by the way, that was. Uh, Mitch, is, Mitch got to choose that category anyways. So that's it for us on the Post Game Pines podcast. Don't forget, send all your fan art to Sean R. Campbell and Mitch Y. Gallo. We love fan art. I really appreciated whoever made that. It was really great. Thank you. Well, how's that for your entertainment value? They've done their job very, very well. Awesome! No, 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 no. Come on. VBS.